0: Hello, and thank you for listening to this Funboard Board Council podcast. This is a 15 minute excerpt of our longer podcasts, and the full podcasts are available exclusively to Funboard Board Council members via their member portal. If you like what you hear, and you'd like to find out more about membership, please do contact us via our website at funboards.org. In the meantime, happy listening. Hello and a warm welcome to this digital meeting for FBC members. Uh, If you're looking for the Fun Board INED appointments meeting with Greg Brisk, then I'm happy to say you're in the right place. Uh, Welcome. The um, the background and the idea for today's meeting has come from a a series of meetings and conversations that we've had with many of our individual members who are interested in hearing more about the role of an independent director, uh, the recruitment and onboarding process, how the role is evolving, but all from the perspective of, of a fund board chair. And so we're delighted to welcome Greg Brisk, a familiar face to many of you I'm sure. Um, Greg is Head of Governance at BNY Mellon and Chair of their Fund Board, uh, and he's going to share his experience of these and other aspects of working with independent directors uh, on their Fund Board with you in just a moment. Um, before I hand over to Shiv and Greg for the main discussion, uh, a quick reminder that if you'd like to ask a question, uh, please type it into the Q&A box below at any point during the discussion. And then I'll be back towards the end of, uh, of the meeting to pose as many of those questions as we have
1: uh, have time for uh,
0: at the end. So uh, with that said, Greg and
1: uh, Shiv, I'll hand over to you. Shiv? Catherine, thank you very much. Greg, good morning. Do you remember the very first meeting FBC held and we, we sort of shanghaied you in to come and present? And yeah, I, I loved it, people?
2: absolutely. <laughs> and, and look where you've gone with FBC in such a short period of time, so congratulations.
1: You're very kind, thank you very much. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Greg, many of you will be. Greg represents BNY Mellon, one of our founding corporate members. Greg also sits on FBC's board, so he's intrinsically, uh, he he knows a lot about what we do and our work, and I'm delighted that you've agreed to come and talk to us about this really, really important topic. Um, So, Greg, we've got a few questions for you, and then we really want to open this up to um, the Q&A session, because I know there'll be lots from there. Why don't we just start by you telling us a little bit about your background and the work you do today and the boards you're involved with, because I know there are several and give us a little context to some of the work that you're doing.
2: Sure. So I I, I mean, I've I've only really ever had two employers. I spent the first half of my career at the Bank of England, found myself working for the regulator involuntarily because Gordon Brown moved me and my colleagues over there. uh, and I was regulating American banks in in London, and then one of them offered me a job. So that got me to my 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 second role, which is the last 21 years now. Uh, I've been with Mellon and and more and and now BNY Mellon. Um, initially, uh, in, as the regional head of risk and compliance, which was a relatively small role, I, I was then involved in setting up a, a an international distribution business with all of the fund umbrellas and structures and everything that went with that. Um, I then went back to a global risk and compliance role and about five years ago, kind of brought several of the strands of those different jobs together into my current role as as Global Head of Governance for uh, Investment Management. Um, We do have a lot of legal entities. Um, It's partly because we operate a a multi-firm investment management model that makes things harder. Uh, It's partly because historically, we grew a lot through acquisition. but but when I took on this governance role, just in investment management, we had more than 150 legal entities, and so part of my my role is is to play whack-a-mole, which is to try and kind of kill the legal entities faster than they spring up. Um, and I'm pleased to say, you know, we're we're around 70, but still uh, still trying to get them get them further down. Um, uh, in, in terms of the boards that I'm on, uh, the the number is eye-wateringly high, but 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 also a little bit misleading. Um, there are four or five large um, investment management operating companies that are that are really serious boards that I sit mm. on. Um, you know, Insight, Newton, uh, Alcentra, uh, companies like that. Um, and, you know and they they're a big time commitment and you know and we have risk committees and remCOs and NOMCOS and all of the things you'd expect um, we also then have um, fund management uh, companies uh, Mancos, um so a, a, an ACD in the UK um, uh, a, a big management company in Dublin and a big um, Superman Co in Luxembourg and I and I sit on each of those pretty much everything else that I I do um, are either intermediate corporate holding companies that you know will meet for five minutes to approve a dividend or something um or a, a small handful of, of mostly christian charitable uh, organizations where i'm director or trustee
1: so lots of free time then i'm absolutely <laughs> <laughs> right well i want to focus today's conversation a little bit on the uk and the uk fund board the acd board lots of our members sit on multiple other boards as well but let's just Concentrate on this to begin with, and we'll see where the conversation takes us. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the BNYML and UK ACD, the way it's set up? The structure, the members you have on it, the directors you have on it, and the balance you have between execs and non-execs.
2: So, so, so first, I guess I need a confession um, because Catherine very generously introduced me as as the chair, and I am no longer the chair. So, you know, I suppose that might be the end of this presentation if I, <laughs> I'm no uh, longer. We need to no, find
1: somebody else then. <laughs> there you
2: go. No longer qualified. Um, so, um, if I if I think back, um, you know, five years ago. Uh, I, I think most of the industry thought of an ACD as being a, almost a sort of a service entity that supports or almost worked for the, the investment firms, um, and, and separate governance and, and thinking about it as a, as a standalone fiduciary function. I, I, I don't think we, I don't think we did things that that I'm, you know. You know, regret or, or or would be embarrassed by, but but we didn't have the clarity of thinking of you know no, it's the other way around. You know, the investment firms work for us. The ACD is at the top of the you know the decision tree um, yes. and employs all of the other parties, um, and and certainly today our uh, board composition and governance structure is is much more reflective of that. Um, I mentioned earlier that I, I'm, you know, I wear lots of different board hats, but we have a fairly standard um, structure that we that we subscribe to. We think works well uh, across all of them, which uh, we we I think I don't know if we coined the idea of a GNED. I mean, everybody knows who, what an ined is, but we yeah. have things called GNEDs, or group non-executive directors. So most of our boards, uh, including the ACD, would have two or three executive directors, one or two independent directors, and one or two GNEDs, or group non-executive directors. And, and clearly, I, 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 in, in pretty much every role I play, I fall in that you know, group non-executive position. So if we think specifically about b Mellon Fund Managers uh, Limited, our, our main UK ACD, um, we now have an independent chair uh, as of last month, um, uh, and and then a second independent director, um, as, as required. I mean, as as the asset management market study uh, required. Now we we were close to that uh, before the market study got published. Um, some of you might have read a couple of things in the paper about you know is is an independent director really independent if you know they used to work for BNY Mellon, but um, you know that was part of transition as well. So uh, so two wholly independent directors. Um, uh, I'm the only Gened in this particular example, um, and then we have three executive directors. The CEO of the of the ACD is our international head of product. We we think that that's very sensible. We think that someone who who really understands why we have these funds and and is intimately engaged in the performance and um, uh, and, and suitability of the products. So he's he's the CEO. Um, We then also have our Asset Management Global Head of Marketing on the board and our EMEA Head of Wholesale Distribution on the board. And so what what we hope that brings is, is three people who are intimately involved in the delivery of the product and then three people who are very much more stepping back and saying, are we doing this in the best interest of our investors?
1: So a fairly serious board from the point of view of not just the seniority of the people on it, but the balance that you've just described, which is, uh, which is very good. We've been hearing a lot about the role uh, or the desire on the part of the regulator to push for more independence on boards, A, but equally the role of the chair being uh, considered to be made independent. You've done that. Uh, clearly uh, what's the rationale and what do you wh- what what are you hoping to get out of that
2: um, yeah, i I'll, I'll be i'll be completely honest i've had some pretty heated conversations with with the fca about this um on on, on really two fronts you know firstly i find it and and I, I worked there for, for a little while uh, so i feel you know i'm, I'm a, allowed to criticize regulators a, a tiny bit um I I find it frustrating when the asset management market study was so fresh and so new, and there was a very natural opportunity there for them to say, and one of the things we want, we want two or 25% of of independence, and we want the chair to be independent. And they did not say that. And yet, um, you know, they've been behind the scenes not just with us but but with lots of people you know making it abundantly clear that that's that is what they expect um it's not a nice to have it's not a you know one day you know it's it's a very clear expectation and i just find it frustrating that i have no problem with that at all but i find it frustrating uh when it's not much more transparent and and disclosed Um, i suppose my second observation is i think the chair whoever they are needs to be equipped for the job and and i'm i'm sure you know and in a plc you'd have no choice perhaps but i'm sure it's possible to go and hire someone straight into the board and make them the chair on on day one but i think that's tough i think it's tough on the individual and so you know certainly our preference and and i know this is shared by a lot of the independent directors is that you'd want to come in as as one of the directors one of the board and and learn the ropes build the relationships get to understand the business the regulation the 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 skills the people and and then you know i think we want the best person for the job and i i would say you know that that would never be an executive um in the case of you know, the BMW Mellon ACD, we have never had one of our investment advisors or, or an executive of one of our investment advisors uh sitting on the board at all, let alone chairing. But if there's a, a you know a group person who can help run the board effectively and deliver, you know, I, I think that should be at least considered. Um uh and and you know, to be honest, the person who's who is now chair is far better qualified than me. Um, She she was CEO of an institutional fund business. Uh, She was COO of uh, asset and fund management business. Uh, She was CIO of a multi-asset team. She was an investment consultant, um, providing advice to asset owners uh, on governance, risk management and investment. and she's had leadership roles in, in, in boards, risk committees and remcos. So, you know, what once she'd got her feet under the table, it mm-hmm. was a no-brainer um, uh, to, to give her the job. We're delighted.
1: And we've had the great benefit of her being on one of our uh, di- uh, digital meetings like this. So I think several of our members will have heard her present and speak previously as well and recognise a lot of what you've just said. We may come to this later, but I just thought I'd flag it up now, that your other independent director on this is a cross-border director who's, who sits on, on a couple of your boards. No, uh,
2: absolutely. Yeah, that's right. And, and again, you know, um, I, I know that one of the, the challenges, um, and I'm sort of half thinking, you know, well, one day I'll, I'll escape from BNY Mellon and maybe put together a little portfolio of non-executive directorships. And as I, as I you know, was preparing for this meeting and thinking about it, it, that's a tough path to follow there's a lot of very good talent out there and i'm not sure anyone would hire me um, <laughs> and, 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 and frankly um, you know we are, we're deeply blessed the the other independent director as you say um, you know has had more than 30 years in the asset management industry in europe and the u.s as a, as a very senior partner in one of the big four accountancy firms uh, he was five years chair of, of ALFI, the, the Luxembourg you know, Fund Industry Trade Association. He was a board director of the Luxembourg Regulator um, and, and is uh, an independent director on two other um, families of funds. Um, you, you mentioned, shift that he is on, uh, he's actually on three boards for us. Uh, He's on our UK ACD board, he's on our Luxembourg Superman Co board, and he's on our our UK distribution board. And one of the reasons for that is, you know, I'm going to blame Brexit. Um, Our legal entity structure, notwithstanding my determination for for playing whack-a-mole, became slightly more complicated rather than less as a result of Brexit. So our fund governance is now split between uh, a, a, an ACD in the UK and a Superman Co in Dublin. Our, our international distribution is split between a, a UK entity and a Luxembourg mm. entity. And yet we're trying to run it as one seamless integrated business. And so having um, you know, this, this other director common to those three boards just means he understands what, what we as a business are trying to do, um, he can help spot the opportunities and the synergies and you know, and, and the, the risks and issues if there, if there were any.
0: We hoped you enjoyed that uh, 15 minute excerpt. If you did and you'd like to find out more about how you can access the full recording uh, or about FBC membership in general, please contact us via our website at funboards.org.